the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Victory Lane with Reverend Lawrence Gray Sr., Associate Minister of Grace Bible Fellowship, Antioch, California, where Kirkland A. Smith is the senior pastor. Now, Victory Lane. I am your host, Reverend Lawrence Grace Sr. Welcome once again to Victory Lane. I am the Associate Minister of Grace Bible Fellowship of Antioch, California, where the senior pastor is Kirkland A. Smith. We continue our mini-series with the subject, Don't. And today's subject is, Don't Worry, Be Happy. Don't Worry, Be Happy. Taken from Matthew, the 6th chapter, the 25th verse, the 31st verse, and the 34th verse. And let us read because time is at hand. And it reads like this. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meal and the body than raiment? Verse 31. Therefore take no thought saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink? Or whether, whether shall we be clothed? How shall we be clothed? Verse 34. Take therefore no thought for tomorrow, for tomorrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Let us pray. Our God and our Lord, we thank you for this glorious occasion to come to thus thy people to preach your word. We pray, dear God, that a blessing goes out to those who are listening, Lord, to make us better equipped men and women of God. And if there's someone who don't know you in a pardon of their sins, may they cry out, what must I do to be saved? Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me say this. Uh, 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 I don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. I wish... I could tell you that uh, this is your year of success with blessings beyond your wildest dream. But I'm not a prophet, and I can't tell you that. But what, 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 what I will tell you is this, that God will not take you to a place where he will not sustain you and keep you in everything that you're going through. In 1988, Bobby McFerrin wrote a song which became the number one song of the music chart. It was called Don't Worry, Be Happy. It said, here's a little song I wrote. You might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry, be happy. When you worry, you make it double. Don't worry, be happy. Ain't got no place to lay your head. Somebody came and took your bed. Don't worry, be happy. The landlord say your rent is late. He may have to litigate. Don't worry, be happy. Give me your phone number. Call me. Don't worry. Be happy. Ain't got no cash. Ain't got no style. Ain't got no girl to make you smile. Don't worry. Be happy. Because when you worry, your face will frown. And that will bring you you and everybody down. 
Don't worry, be happy. Now there's a song I wrote. I hope you learned it note for note. Like good little children, don't worry, be happy. In your life, expect some trouble. When you worry, only makes it double. Don't worry, be happy. When you worry, it causes anxiety and sometimes panic with the thought of what might happen, which only creates more worry, impending doom, and unrealistic fears. Constant or chronic worry can affect your daily life so much so that it interferes with your appetite, eating excessively or not eating at all. It can also affect your lifestyle, habits of what you normally do, but do not do. Worry can affect your relationships, sleep, and job performance. Worry can lead some some to constant cigarette smoking and or use of drugs and alcohol. Worry can cripple your mind and your walk with God, bring you down into the pit of depression, sadness, and despair with misery and gloom, feeling dejected with ill thoughts of hopelessness. I stopped by to tell you today that there is a remedy for your worry. Jesus, in our text today, is teaching his disciples on the subject of worry. He tells them in verse 24 of Matthew 6 that no man can serve two masters. You can't, you can't serve God and money. Because many times our worries are about money. And Jesus gives us money, a, a, a remedy regarding worry and money and the things that we need. Jesus tells us in his teaching three times the same thing. Take no thought for your life, what you shall eat, what you shall drink, what, you, what kind of clothes you're going to put on. Is not your life more than food and body and raiment? The Bible, the Bible tells us to be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, asking God with thanksgiving, let all your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, shall guard your hearts through Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. This lets us know that we should pray first before we start to worry. Mama used to tell us when we left out the house to go to school, to come straight home after school because coming straight home after school will avoid any troubles along the way while coming home. And in the same manner, before we worry, we should take everything in our lives home, take it straight straight to God in prayer. For it says, The effectual, passionate, fervent prayer of the righteous person availeth much. James 5.16 Jesus says, Look at the birds in the air, for they sow not. Look, look at neither do they reap, neither do they gather in barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more better than they? Matthew 6 and 26. And he continues with the teaching. Which of you, by taking thought, can add one hour of your life by worrying? The Bible says, cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. 1 Peter 5 and 7. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Isaiah 41 and 10. Don't worry. Be happy. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Jeremiah 29 11. Don't worry. Be happy. Then Jesus said, why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They don't labor nor spin. Yet I tell you 
that even Solomon in all his splendor and was, was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Matthew six twenty-eight through 30. Don't worry. Be happy. Jesus reiterates for the second time. Therefore, take no thought, saying, What ye shall eat, or what ye shall drink, or how shall you be clothed? But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things, all these things shall be added unto you. Matthew six thirty-two through 33. Don't worry. Be happy. He says, My peace I leave you, my peace I give you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you, so let not your heart be troubled. Sometimes we avoid the peace of God by thinking about what really should not concern us, and that is other people. Huh? In the words of a great preacher, uh, uh, Dale Hines, he said, You see, you have to know that God from the beginning decides the end because. He is a complete God. And we sometimes take our eyes off of what we have been called to do and look at the success or the failure of someone else and we begin to measure ourselves by someone else. Let me say this to you, that whatever another person has or whatever another person has been called to do, you will never be that person. And if you take the attention from what you've been called to do, then you will never be what you've been called to do. When you look at the book of St. Matthew, the 25th chapter, you find that there was a master who decided to distribute his own goods to his servants. Now you must understand that the goods that the servants received was based on the ability of them to handle it or what the master knew that they could handle. One got five talents and it was the master's choice that he could handle five talents. Then one got two talents. Again, it was the decision of the master, not the one receiving, because he could only handle two. And the same was true with the one receiving one talent. You must understand that they were not responsible for what they were given. The master was responsible to give it, but they were responsible to be handled, to, 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 to be faithful with it once they got it. The one who had one talent had no reason to be except with the one who had two talents because it was based upon the one who was handing them out and what he knew he could handle. And the one who had two talents had no reason to be upset with the one who had five talents because it too was based upon the one who was handing them out and what he knew he could handle. You ought not be intimidated by what you have or have not. What problem does a cup of water have with a bowl of water, full of water? And what problem does a bowl full of water have with a tub of water? And what does a tub full of water, what problem does a tub full of water have with a lake full of water? And a lake full of water, what problem does it have with a river full of water. In a river full of water, what problem does it have with the ocean full of water? If you are a cup of water, then you are as full as you can get. No need for the cup to look over at the basin bowl wishing it could have more water. 
You can't handle any more water. You couldn't hold any more water. You wouldn't know what to do with any more water. God gave you exactly what you could handle. Don't worry. Be happy. Now take what he has given you and focus on your goal. I want to encourage you today that you must understand that God has never prepared a man or a woman for a time that isn't coming. Let me, let me say it again. God has never prepared a man or a woman for a time that isn't coming. Whatever you are experiencing, whatever you are going through, whatever you are facing, it is connected to something in your future. Now, you may not can see it all. You may not understand it all. You may not or cannot put a handle on it. But I stop by to tell you today that you must understand that when God called you, when God chose you, he calculated your conflict in your call. Before you were formed in the belly of your mother's womb, I knew you and ordained you and made you a prophet or whatever I made you to be. Your challenge is not a surprise to God. What you are going through is not something that God has discovered. God calculated what you were going to face when he called you. He knew every trap, every struggle, every challenge, every difficulty, every lie, every negative word, and he knew he was calling you, and he knew that you could handle it. Don't worry. Be happy. There's something about a finisher finishing the race. The race isn't given to the swift, nor is it given to the strong, but to him that endures to the end. You got to keep enduring to the end. But let me tell you this about the real God, the God who knows what he is doing. Even though sometimes it looks like the odds are stacked all against you, that your down is up and your up is down, so low that you seems like you're looking up at your feet. Look and see how God really works. He told Moses to go and tell Pharaoh to let my people go. But he also told him that he was not going to do it. Now, what kind of sense do that make? I can hear Moses talking to God saying, why would you send me to a place to do something when you know what you're sending me to do, that the person you're sending me to, to convince, you already told me that he's not going to do it. Why would you want me to go and do that? You see, God never tells you everything when he calls you to do what he calls you to do. There's going to be some opposition and some challenges, some resistance, some antagonisms, some hostilities, some conflicts, and some disagreements. But what I like about God is that he has already, as I said before, calculated your conflict in your call. Don't worry. Be happy. He already knew exactly what he was going to do with Pharaoh. He already made up his mind. When we look back over the, the scriptures, Pharaoh was calling them plagues that God put upon Egypt. But God called them wonders. Pharaoh called them plagues. God called them wonders. It was plagues to Pharaoh, but not to Israel. It was a wonder. 
God was working a wonder. One man's plagues is another man's wonders. When people say stuff about you, calling you all kind of stuff, calling a plague upon you, just tell them, God is doing a wonder on me. Huh. Please, old song say, be patient with me. God is not through with me yet. It may seem all bad, but all things work together for good for them that love the Lord who are called according to his purpose. Don't worry. Be happy. Say like David, I will look to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help coming from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Keep running the race. race. Keep running the race. Keep running the race. The race isn't given to the swift nor to the strong, but to them that endure to the end. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. I heard Jesus say, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly at heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burdens is light. And remember, we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus who loved us so much that he gave his life for us, setting us free from the penalty of sin and death. On a hill called Calvary, on the old rugged cross, the emblem of suffering and shame. On the old rugged cross, where they put nails in his hands and nails in his feet, pierced him in the side and the blood came streaming down. And he never said a mumbling word. Gray, every time I hear you preach, you always talk about the cross. Well, let me tell you, if it had not been for the cross, there would be no need to preach. There would be no need to preach if it were not for Jesus suffering on the cross. Well, the blood came streaming down. When they pierced him in the side, put a crown of thorns on his head. And he never said a mumbling word. Somebody said he saved others. Let me see him save himself. But he would not come down from the cross just to save himself. And he said, no man taketh my life. I have the power to lay it down and pick it up when I get ready. On the old rugged cross. When he died on the cross, laid in a broad tomb, stayed in the tomb three days, but early Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hands. Oh, death, where is your sting? Grave, where is your victory? He conquered it all on the cross at Calvary. He did it all for you and me. Sitting at hand, sitting at the right hand throne of the Father right now, petitioning for you and me. But one day, he's coming back. Therefore, my beloved brethren, therefore, my beloved sisterin, be confident in the Lord and be strong and in the power of his might. Keep your hand in Jesus' hand, the man who stilled the water, the man who calmed the sea, the man who made the blind see and the lame walk, the man who made the dumb talk and the deaf to hear, the man who healed all manner of sickness and disease. He is the Christ. You got a friend, for there's not a friend like the lonely Jesus. No, not one. When you're down in trouble 
and you need a friend and nothing is going right, close your eyes and think of me. And soon I'll be there to brighten up even your darkest night. You just call out my name. And you know wherever I am, I'll come running to see you again. Because I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. Winter, spring, summer, or fall. All you got to do is call on him and I'll be there. Jesus, you got a friend. People can be so cold. They'll hurt you. They'll desert you. And take your soul if you let them. But don't you let them. You just call out my name. And you know wherever I am. I'll come running, yeah. To see you again. Winter, spring, summer, or fall. All you got to do is call. Call him. And I'll be there. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got a friend. That's not a friend like Jesus. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege it is to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pains we bear. Oh, because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Jesus, Jesus, trust him. Stay with him. Keep the faith. Don't worry. Be happy. For we have not a high priest who can feel our infirmities, our struggles, our troubles, our problems, our difficulties, our faults, our weaknesses, our worries, our anxieties, our cares, our misfortunes. But I stopped by to tell you today that there is no pain Jesus cannot feel. There is no hurt he cannot heal. So keep looking to the author and the finisher of our faith. And don't worry, be happy. And remember the words of Jesus for the third time. Take therefore no thought about tomorrow, for tomorrow shall take care of itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Don't worry. Be happy. Trust in the Lord. He's a bridge over troubled water. Trust in the Lord. He's a heart fixer and a mind later, regulator. Trust in the Lord. He's a way maker. He'll make a way out of no way. He's a company keeper. He's a burden bearer. He's a heavy load carrier. Just keep holding on to God's unchanging hand. For he said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. I'm with you always, even until the end of the earth, world, of the age, of the world, of the age. So don't worry. Be happy. Don't be happy in happenings. But be happy in the Lord, for the joy of the Lord is my strength. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy in the Lord and in the power of his might. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. Trust him. Keep him. Hold on. Don't worry. Be happy in the Lord and in the power of his might. God bless you. God keep you. Let us pray. Thank you, dear Lord, for your grace, goodness, and mercy that your word went forth 
Pray that it had touched us, Lord, to make us better soldiers of the cross. And if there's one who don't know you in the pardon of their sins, may they cry out, what must I do to be saved? And this is what the prayer is. You want to be saved? You want to be saved? Raise your hand right now. I can see you. I can see you. I can't see you, but I can see you in my spirit. Raise your hand. I'm looking at you. I'm, I'm talking to you. Raise your hand. You want to be saved? Here's the prayer. Pray with me. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me for my sins. I believe that thou art the Christ. I believe that you rose from the dead. I believe that you are the Savior of the world. Forgive me for my sins. Receive me unto thyself. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, you are now saved. Find yourself a good Bible teaching. God, Jesus, preaching church, a virtual church. If your church is not open, go online. There's a lot of churches online. Find you one that's preaching God and Jesus Christ and get on board and, and go to the service. Go to the service. Go to the service on your computer. E-stream it and grow in the Lord. God bless you. We thank you and look forward to you stopping in again. I'm your host, Reverend Lawrence Gray. Amen. Be blessed and be safe. Reverend Gray would like to thank you all for tuning in to Victory Lane. Happy New Year. J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.